Welcome to the Wedding Obsessed Podcast designed to help you plan your dream day. I'm your host, Adriana, and each week I'm joined by the wedding industry's top professionals, celebs, influencers, and friends who share tips, trends, advice, and mistakes they've made so you don't have to. This is the Prenup Podcast. The bitch is back. TT, do you love me? I do. Are you riding? I'm ready to go. Okay. Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you for coming back. It's always Thank you for having a me. So much. And thank you for this delicious drink you've made me. You're so welcome. I'm glad you like it. I know you love a nice latte. I do. So as listeners know, every month, my beautiful sister, Victoria, TT, Big Vic, comes on and we talk about some wedding things and we do a wedding movie recap and review. However, because of the importance of this specific film, we will be scrapping our premarital counseling segment our cocktail hour segment, and our after-party segment in lieu of reviewing probably one of the best movies of all time, a perfect film through and through. My second favorite movie of all time. It's My my Best best Friend's friend's Wedding. And this is such a classic film in so many ways. It's the best rom-com ever made. Yes. Of course, it's a wedding movie, so, you know, it just... Right. Always will grab a heart. But it's very special to us. We were raised on it. It's right. it's one of those movies. And there mm-hmm. are so many that we were, but this really is top tier, right. cream of the crop, best of the best. It really is. So I'm very excited to review this with you. Before we get started in the review, any extraneous thoughts, comments, concerns that you want covered? No, I think we should just jump right in. Let's hop the fuck in. Right. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So we are reviewing... 1997's My Best Friend's Wedding. Synopsis for anyone who hasn't seen it, stop what you're doing right now. Go watch it. Go watch it. It's on Netflix and really bask in it and then come back. Um, But for anyone who has seen it, just ride right along. Just a little reminder to you, this is the plot. When Michael O'Neill tells his best friend Jules Potter he's about to marry 20-year-old heiress Kimmy Wallace, Jules realizes that Michael might actually be the love of her life. Jules has exactly four days to break up a wedding and steal the bride's fella, taking ruthless measures and leaving a trail of chaos in her path. The movie premiered on June 20th, 1997, and grossed $20 million in the box office its opening weekend. And I think average box office total was about $300 million or close to it. Okay. Yeah. We're going to start with the opening scene, which... I don't want to go too much into it because it does not drive plot whatsoever, but it's the we, wishing okay. and hoping. I was hoping we, I was wishing and hoping you'd touch on it <laughs> briefly. Go ahead. Let me hear your thoughts. My thoughts were, it's just so much fun. And like, you know, you're in for a great ride. I feel like while it has nothing to do with the plot, it is just getting you in like hyped up for the fun that's about to ensue. And also wanted to note, I don't know if you know this, the wedding gown that the girl is wearing when she's singing is the same wedding gown Rachel Green wears in Friends. Yes. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, same dress. I did not know that. Yeah. How did you figure that out? I, I should fact check it. I had heard this like years ago I'm, somewhere. I know Friends very well. I'm a Friends connoisseur. And it is it, the same. It's Tracking for me is right. It's it same style. Me, I'm like I'm picturing that famous picture of Rachel, like yeah. on the couch in the coffee in shop, the rain, mm-hmm. and it is a similar. It's like that off the shoulder, yes, some applique. Yeah, 
I read it somewhere. Like the veil ago. in that scene mm-hmm. kills me. I should fact check that though. I will do that. We'll leave it in the episode notes. Again, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I did want to touch on, there is an article. It's called... <laughs> Dear Abby, help. I'm trapped inside the opening credit sequence of my best friend's wedding. It's in the New Yorker. It's by Rachel Kaplan. It's hilarious. Oh my God. You have to read it. Just go and read this. This girl is hysterical. This journalist. Sounds so funny. Shout out to Rachel Kaplan. So let's go to the actual start of the movie. Okay. So it opens on Jules, who is an acclaimed food critic just off a book tour at the mere age of 27 years old. She's very accomplished, that one. Right. And she is at dinner with her editor and dear friend, George, who we quickly find out is gay. He is very hot Mm -hmm. and a great friend. Right. And my notes just say the only person more gorgeous than Julia Roberts is George. 100%. I mean, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to look at them both on screen. Right. Jules gets a voicemail from her Michael. And she's convinced that he's calling to talk to her about this pact that they made when they were in college, that if they were both 28 and neither of them had ever married, that they would marry each other because Jules is coming up on her 28th birthday in three weeks. This was a blood pact. Remember this one night in Tucson, like six years ago, he takes a razor out of this tiny little dop kit, cuts his finger, takes my hand, does the same to me. I'm going to be sick. He says, swear, when we're 28, if we've never married, we marry each other. She calls, Jules calls Michael back and she quickly realizes that that is not why Michael called. He But I have to just say, so, and I wrote in my notes, like this phone call, we have not seen Michael yet. His voice, you're Ugh. already in love. You're just like, oh my God, this guy is so unbelievably hot. I'm blushing talking about that about... night all the time. Like well, I well, truly just like, I want to get to that yes. too. So these two are established as best friends. They call each other best friends. Mm-hmm. He says he hasn't been able to get in touch with her now, for months. Now, in the 90s, I'm sure that was much more common to not be able to get in touch with someone because not everyone had cell phones. Right. Actually, Michael doesn't. He says he's staying at the Drake. So for her to call him right. there, Jules does have a cell phone. But I could see it being harder to get in touch with a friend. However, you're getting married you haven't spoken to your best friend. You'd think like maybe you at least send a wedding invitation. Right. Why? What? And it's definitely been planned for a while because he says people are flying in from, from all, all over. over. I, I don't know if it's been planned for a while. From what I recall from their conversation, it sounded like he hasn't, he didn't say like, I haven't been able to get in touch with you for months. I thought it was like one month. He like, says I, I, months. I've been trying to get you. He says months. He says, I've been okay. trying to get in touch with you for months. And she says, I've been on a book tour. tour. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And also, I feel like this was a quick wedding. Like, he says at one point in the movie, like, what was I thinking? You know, I, sure, somebody I, I just met. I could see that. But, I mean, they've at least been together for right. months. And I could see them not talking. It doesn't have time. But, like, yeah. send a you had to have sent wedding invitations. Right. This is a formal affair. A this is a invitation. very classy affair. Billionaire family. They're sending formal wedding invitations. Oh, right. Send your best friend a fucking wedding invitation. Come uh, on. Agreed. Come agreed. on. Agreed. He does a lot of questionable things in the film. Well, that's what I'm going to get to. So right. I, we have a whole segment here, and it's called Michael's Gaslighting. And I uh, have itemized outrageous. numbers. Okay, I'm glad. So let's start with it. the first two are in this scene. Number one, hey, beautiful, right. is how... He answers the phone. So, okay, that's indicative of someone who is interested in you romantically. Second, 
Are you kidding? I think about that night all the time. Right. But that's not why I called. So she's referencing a night wherein they made this pact Mm -hmm. to marry each other. And he's saying he thinks about that night all All the the time. time. That is the least of some of the things that he does. Oh, we'll get to them. These are just numbers one and two. Did we mention that they were college sweethearts? No. That one hot month in brown. Yes, they mm-hmm. that one hot mouth at Brown. Uh, the, Smarties at Brown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So really, they only had a one month But they had, were best friends been, ever since. And then they referenced also that, or except for that one hot affair, we'll have we, twice a year. We'll get to that. Oh, please. That's part yes. of my gaslighting. Yeah. Next, Jules decides she is going to go to this wedding, but she has an ulterior motive. Okay. George drives Jules to the airport, and she says... No, no, no. I'm a busy girl. I've got exactly four days to break up a wedding, steal the bride's fella, and I haven't one clue how to do it. She jumps right into the plot. She gets to the airport, and this movie, to me, is most decidedly a musical. We come in on... You give your hands... Oh, my God. And my whole body went into chills. And, like, when they lock eyes with that in the background... But you it's, don't know me. You know, and it's such right? a gorgeous, it is. fabulous, perfect song. And it really captures the moment. These are two people who mm-hmm. are best friends, but like you don't you don't know me. You don't know I'm in, in love with you. I have something that I wanna add, and I don't know if now is a good time to do it. No time like the present. Okay, then let's just do it now. Um, okay. it's a fun factoid. So I watched the trailer to my best friend's wedding. Okay, that was nice. Like a yes. good idea. Yeah. And it does, it gives you a good idea of it, but Either they wanted audiences to think something else or they changed a little bit of what was going on. Because in the trailer for okay. the movie, it opens in and she's she's talking to George Jules mm-hmm. and she says, Michael called me and, we, you know, we made this pact and George is like, maybe he's proposing. And she's like, no, he can't. And she's in her room and she's going through all these excuses as to why she wouldn't want to get engaged. She's like... So that's practicing on him. She's like, oh, I just got a sex change operation. I, this or that. Like, she doesn't want to and marry that's him. In the in the trailer. Wow. So cut scene so, from that's not in the movie. Yes. Okay. But then he tells her, I'm getting married. And then she's like, oh, no. So I think there was this maybe arc of the character where it was just purely for the competition of it all. Well, she says that at one point. She does. So I think that they Mm -hmm. changed some scenes around to make her a little bit more human because her just deciding, well, now he's getting married, I love him, is so crazy. But she does set it up a little bit more at the restaurant with George. But I thought, go watch the trailer. I I want to, yes. Because most of the lines in the trailer aren't in the movie and it just makes you feel like a little more, you know? Right, in the know. A little something extra, if you will. However, you know, this is the universe we're living in where Jules does maybe love Michael. Jules and Michael interact at the airport. Gaslight number three, the nose-to-nose at the airport. The way they... Yes. Almost kiss. They close her in way too close. Yes. For a best friend. A a best friend. Okay. And then we see in the distance... Kimmy. Miss Kimmy Wallace. How fucking cute is she? She's so cute. And she still has her like baby face I at the time. Know. And she's so cute. She is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable to look at. And I also read somewhere that um, Drew Barrymore had read for the role. Drew Barrymore. Didn't get it. And that Julia Roberts actually put um, her forward. Cameron for Diaz? It. Yeah. She thought she that. would be best suited i love and they, that everyone is casted perfectly wouldn't change one thing yeah if we didn't mention already george is rupert everett 
Um, Michael Dermot Maroney, still Jules obviously is Julia Roberts, and now our Kimmy is Miss Cameron Diaz. Quickly, we'll just say that Cameron and Rupert would work together again for Shrek. Shrek, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I fucking forgot about that. And then Julia Roberts and Dermot Maroney again for uh. August Osage County. Which I did not say regretfully. I didn't either. Even though Julia Roberts is, I mean, you know when in grade school you had those All About Me posters? Right. Anytime it was who's your favorite actress, mine was always Julia she's Roberts. She's so unbelievably beautiful. It's hard to look at. It's truly. Really. Really hard to look mm-hmm. at. She's, those, t- I wanted those Julia Roberts teeth so fucking bad. <laughs> the lips. The, the hair. lips, the teeth, the smile. It, the skin. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. <laughs> Who does her hair? Um, so Jules is immediately taken aback by Kimmy. She's young. She's vibrant. She's gorgeous. And she comes on very strong with a an embrace immediately. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted a sister. sister. Right. So she's taken aback. Right. Then she almost immediately, Kimmy almost immediately asks Jules to be her maid of honor. My best friend Angelique shattered her pelvis line dancing in Aveline over spring break. Be my maid of honor? What? Red flag. Red flag. Red um, flag for sure. So then they go immediately from the airport to Bridesmaid's dress shopping. Mm-hmm. Which, Michael, why the fuck are you there? Get out. Well, he's I know, I get it. The They're best in one car. Is, They're in one car. They, you're going to drop somebody off with someone you just met. I they know. just met. I know, you're right. Okay. So she's she's very the uncomfortable. The question is, Michael, why do you think it's okay to go into the dressing room we'll when she's there. in her panties and under... Number four. Mm-hmm. What you just said. Okay, so take it. So Jules is trying on the dress, which is also important. Oh my God, what a stunning dress. Too. Love that dress. Um, I didn't tell you my dress was lavender. Um... And she's going to unchange, and she's in at lingerie. Mm-hmm. Michael walks in. I've seen you a lot more naked than that. Yeah, again. So I have in a fucking appropriate. No, that's number four of Michael's gaslighting. Yeah. Michael walks in on a nude Jules. I've seen you a lot more naked than that. And then when he's walking out, he goes, "You look really good without your clothes on." Um. Your fiance's out there, bucko. Inappropriate. Fuck off. This might have been funny and cute banter at one time between two friends. No longer. Inappropriate. No longer. This needs to end. Couldn't agree more. After that scene, we have Kimmy and Jules kind of getting acquainted with each other. Mm -hmm. And we have the whole scene of he's got you on a pedestal and me in his arm. But am I going to be jealous of you for the rest of my life? Our paths will keep on crossing. Of course. He'll always talk about you. It's only natural. And the answer was... So simple. I was going to predict that. You win. I've missed a step. Got you on a pedestal. Me in his arm. Kimmy confides in Jules that she knows, like, you know, Jules is always going to be there. She's always going to be in in the background. But her and Michael are together, and she's accepted that, and she's cool with it. What do you think of that? I kind of like that she got right in front of it. I think that's something that Michael likes about her, too. Yeah. You know. um, It's appealing. But I, my chest was tight when she pulled that elevator. But then I'm very claustrophobic. That wouldn't have worked with me. That's a, that's a great scene. Yes. Then we meet the extended family. So we're meeting the cousins, the vengeful sluts. Which are hysterical. And that's what I wrote in my notes. Just that they jump right into what's going on too. Um, I noted the one uh, claiming the short 
fat bald one he's mine um and then I always loved that line but I never noticed the other one saying Kimmy's a virgin did you no did you go, I never Kimmy's please. a virgin like they're telling Jules like I I was cracking yeah. up I never noticed it all these years oh mm-hmm. my god they're they're two of my favorite characters of any movie mm-hmm. of all time I statue of David <laughs> There was a TikTok trend. It was between Vegas and a mob. What's a mob to a king? What's a king to a god? Yeah. God's a non-believer. So you would take characters from right. a movie. So my human beings and a mob were Jules and Michael. And then what's a mob to a king? The king is Kimmy. Right. What's a king to a god? George. Yeah. What's a god to a non-believer? The vengeful sluts. Oh, because that's so yeah, good. They're, they're so good. They make the movie. They're so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jules does something that really bothers me in this scene. The ultimate pick me moment. She goes through the sock scheme with all the guys, which really bothers this me. This another note of mine too. Yeah. What did you think of that? Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but did she kiss Papa Joe on the lips? Hello? It looked like it. It did. Yeah. Sat on his lap and kissed and him on the like, lips. What is going on here? I don't like it. Right. I don't well, like so, it. Which, you know, whatever you want to do with your friends. But her and George kiss on the lips, too. Which I think is cute. It's fine to do with a gay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to do with your ex-boyfriend's dad. Right. Right. Papa Joe. Papa Joe. Um, also, while we're at the Sox game, I'm just going to briefly mention uh, Baby Bro. Oh. Chris Masterson. Wait, that was Chris Masterson? Who played Francis and Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. Yes, but did you know Wait. that that's brother of disgraced Danny Masterson? Okay, I was going to say, yes. Danny Ma- he looks just like Danny Masterson. Well, so I was like, oh my God, is that Danny Masterson? Well, I didn't think it, I did not know they were brothers. Mm-hmm. And when you were saying that, I was like, oh yes. my God, he looks so different in that 70s show than the movies because I didn't. I but, thought he looked so similar. I was like, oh my God, is that Danny Masterson? And looked it up. I was like, no, it's Francis. Yeah, from Francis Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle. Who okay. is Danny Masterson's younger brother? It's his brother, but like we can't hold the brother no, we for the crimes. No. And he's done the fucking Lord's oh, work Francis was the funniest part of Malcolm in the Middle. Him at military school. His, who can make the sun rise is the my favorite it's my favorite thing ever i think yeah, it's, weird. it's so good. oh it's so good it's so good but he's so great in this too we'll right. have a couple moments we touch on him but yeah. we need him in this scene mm-hmm. obviously he's taken with jewels i mean who wouldn't be that all of her outfits and like her little bubbies and yes. her just she's so thin and sexy gorgeous she's perfect yes but this scene also has michael's gaslighting moment number five yeah. Um, which is when they're talking about the yucky love stuff. So Michael and Jules are having this conversation about, you know, why him and Kimmy are so well suited. Mm -hmm. And he says, yes, you tried to pull away when I would hold you in public. Like, okay, well, that moment has passed. We don't talk about stuff like that anymore. You're getting married. Right. So I don't, I didn't like that. Adriana, but in her, like in her defense, he did. She asked, she She was like, did I, did I do that? But he could have said, yeah, you did. But like, whatever, it's in the past now. He looks at her dead in the face and is like. scenes are though to like drive a point home like this, you know, these were my frustrations with you. And I did love you all these years. It feels like sometimes throughout the movie that he picked Jules' opposite and is marrying her to stick it to her. It it does feel like that a lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like. You you are doing this, and not to say that he doesn't right. love her, but it's like, look at me right. now. I'm marrying mm-hmm. this 20-year-old heiress, 
And she's mm-hmm. everything you're not. Right. Like, it, it feels like a slap in the face. So then uh, Kimmy okay. says she can't carry a tune. And then bitch Jules goes to a karaoke. The three of them go to a karaoke bar. And I'm like, what? But he loves karaoke, Michael. Sure. But this scene also starts with um, gaslighting moment number. The last one was five. Okay. So this is number six. Okay. Um, this is so great. My two best girls. Yes. No, no. we're not your two best girls. I'm your I'm only numero best uno. And you are the lesser than. Thank you. It should be. But I have to say, I love that they ordered margaritas because mm-hmm. I'm a margarita girl. Straight up. And I love <laughs> that they- This is what fishing. Brunch kissing? I've always oh, loved- my past. <laughs> oh my God. It's such a it's good so theme. Good. They're such good actors, but it makes me want to murder them. And that's the oh. tell of the great actor. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's- Yes. I, you can feel their- camaraderie right they They have great chemistry oh great but he has great chemistry with kimmy too i he does he does but the acting's superb he to me is the like top-notch and actor in it is he hot oh my gosh so we open on the karaoke scene with a beautiful guy singing i am woman which we will hearken to sex in the city too where the girls all sing that in abu dhabi which we were supposed to be recapping. We were supposed to re-sec- um, recap Sex in the, the City. city the one. We, will, we will we be will doing that. It, but we just had to do this. Yeah. So that's not on streaming right now. And I'm not going to be paying. No. no. So once it's back to streaming, we will be recapping we'll Sex in the City. Sure. But yeah. now we are at the great one. We were trying to savor this. But, but there's no, no time to the present. Couldn't agree more. Maybe we'll do it again. Like we could do part twos of this. We could talk about this forever right you i mean you had said at one point like i want to save it and i was like what if i die tomorrow yeah and we never got to discuss this that would be the great tragedy of this time at all exactly um so okay continue so jules that bitch makes kimmy sing horrible horrible and totally backfires in her face Kimmy, the consummate icon, just charms the pants of, off of off everyone. everyone. At first, she starts singing in the whole, I mean, her voice is terrible. And I read yeah. somewhere, too, that that was Cameron Diaz really singing. And I'm sure she, like, egged it on as, like, you know, a nervous person. And But it was so cute because you could see she's terrified. Her voice is shaking. I, the one lady you scream, you saw. Yes. Yeah. And people are screaming. And then... But you and I actually, we don't talk about the movies before we do this, but we saw each other last night and something that we both just touched on. Jules's faces. Jules's faces and Michael's faces. Right. He is looking at her like she is the light of the world. Right. And it's very believable. And Jules is, is disgusted. Hates that her plan failed. But it isn't. It isn't overkill. It's so good. It's the best face acting I've ever seen in right. any piece of cinema. And this yes. movie deserved Oscars, and I just can't understand why the Academy would snub such wonderful, right, fabulous actors. And now that we know that Ryan Gosling, who Barbie was, you know, comedic stuff, is nominated for an Oscar, why these people all need Oscars? Let's it's go what? back in time. I I loved Barbie. I he, saw it twice in the theaters. Was my favorite part of the movie. And he, mine too. And um, who was the the Ken that I liked? Um, what's his name? I know who you mean. I can't think of his name. I can't. I'll look it up. Simulia? Is that his name? Is it? Um, I'll look it up while you're talking, though. I think it's Simulia. However, 
beside the point. I really, really, really loved it the is. Barbie movie. You were right. I see, it is. Yeah. Really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely loved it. And I thought Ryan Gosling was amazing he was and my favorite so part. funny. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't an Oscar performance. No. And he should not have been nominated. No. Even though I am obsessed with him and think right. he is nearly a god, you know. Right. He's right up there with Dermot Mulroney for me. I mean, exactly. Let's yes. be real. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think this was the role he should have gotten the Oscar for. Right. I think he should get it for other things. He's a phenomenal actor. Right. Place Beyond the Pines. Place Beyond the Pines. Has anybody ever seen it? Come on. But of course, you know, great scene. It brings me to gaslighting moment number seven, which is um, when they leave karaoke. So they leave karaoke and Kimmy is supposed to go to her grandmother's dinner. And she says, oh, well, you don't have to go. And Jules is like, oh, well, if you're sure, I'll stay with Michael. And instead of Michael saying, no, go with Kimmy. You're the maid of honor. He's like, okay, right. yeah, we'll just go. You know, so it's so stupid. Right. Inappropriate. 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 So then we get to the job swindle. That's it. The next part. So right. this is where Jules starts to get deceptively evil. Mm-hmm. She, so Jules and Kimmy are doing some registry shopping, which it's a little late in the game for registry shopping. I the thought that was wedding, odd too. That, yeah. Weddings in three days. Come on. Also, I'm sorry. I think it is right, be- not to cut you off. It's right Please. before that scene when Jules and Michael are hanging out. Mm-hmm. She starts it with Michael. She doesn't just, like, she starts with the job with Michael. And she's saying how horrible his job is. Poor pay. But, but, you know. And... She says, your dumb job. And he's like, your dumb job? job. That's his career. He, right. Maybe you don't like it, but he is a sports and writer. He loves and, it. And he he's said it multiple times. <laughs> right. We'll get to that scene. Right. I was not happy then, but boy, was I turned on. Right. And he really looks, I feel like a lot hurt. of hurt and, like defe- and so many things that he really loved about her all these years She's really highlighting the things that he didn't love. Yes. And it, I think it's making him more comfortable with his decision to move forward. Yes. I, I totally agree. It's so mm-hmm. layered. It's so wonderfully written, directed, really produced. Mm-hmm. So Jules and Kimmy are registry shopping. And Jules decides to convince Kimmy that she should try to convince Michael to quit this job that he has just told Jules he loves so much and work for her father. Right. Thoughts. Love, Walter. Walter is a um, And kid. I'd be happy to take a job from Walter. Same. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, the, the how evil this is and how much more evil she gets is, I mean, By unreal. the second. Yes. It's wild. Wild. Yeah. So, Jules, or I'm sorry, this brings me to, is this a gaslighting? No. Um, actually... Yeah, this is a gaslighting moment, but I don't have it in here. Um, This is number seven, I believe. Jules and Kimmy walk in to meet Michael to Mm -hmm. have this conversation about the job. And Michael says to Jules uh, something like, look at you. You look beautiful. You going to a date later? And then he starts singing their song. So fuck you, Michael. Yeah, it's not cool. So then he asks Kimmy what she has to say. She proposes maybe you just help daddy out with this thing. It'll be, you know, six months tops. And he is so foaming at the mean to her in this scene. Like, she did not deserve that kind of reaction. Sure glad I'm hearing about this now before it's too late. Just say it. My job's not good enough. I'm not not good good enough. enough. And I wanted to be like, you are good enough You are so hot. But did you think, like, 
cruel. Like the way he treated her in that moment was so mean. So mean, but honestly, my takeaway from the scene is like her apologizing and like, I'll just die. And yeah. it's like, ugh. I hated that she did that. It's I hated the only it. like thing I really hated. He knows he has the upper hand. Right. You know? She's 20 years so, old. He, right. He's, she's mm-hmm. a baby. Like, he was being really, really right. cruel. I didn't He's like it. He's a baby too, though. Such a fucking baby. Yeah. Such a fucking mm-hmm. baby. But like, I couldn't believe this tantrum. I was really disgusted. Right. And it got me thinking, other than being really too hot to function, what does this Michael have that Kimmy wants to marry so much? Because he's pining over his ex from college. They were together for a month. He talks about her constantly. Everyone knows about it. It's embarrassing to Kimmy. He's not wealthy. Let's just call it what it is. That's Has important a horrible sometimes. job that he travels yeah. for. She's going to quit school. She was going to be an architect. She Like, why are you marrying him? Kimmy, you are the catch here. Kimmy's the catch, but I'm sorry. He's so hot. Michael is someone you fuck, not marry. He's so... he. I don't know. There's things about, like, the past stuff when they're talking about, like, the travels and where's my past. Like, he can be fun. I think he can be really fun. He's adventurous. No, but he's probably fun with her, too. I'm sure. I'm I'm just defending him because he's so hot. We don't get to see that side of him. You're right. But the way he just attacked her so quickly and she groveled and then that was Listen, like their thing I relationships like are a balancing act and if a man looked at me the way he looked at her yeah. during karaoke he'd be able to throw a tantrum once in a while i guess i guess <laughs> all right we'll I have to agree to disagree but one thing we can agree on is boy i see something he is something, he is something and his look. i'm sorry i have to just cut to later his smile when she's walking down the aisle is i know the cutest thing well, i've ever seen best in my life. smile really ever i love a guy with the cleft palate uh, that i walk in oh my god yeah Dermot. wow my clefty boys <laughs> he's so hot though he's just so hot. hot okay so we're gonna be getting into arguably the best point of the movie it's just a george highlight Right. Uh, I just want to say, like, alternate title for this film. Mm-hmm. My best friend is perfect, and it should be a George main character. Like, yeah, 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 is there yeah, a yeah. better friend <laughs> on this planet than George? She calls during George's dinner party, which is another such a funny scene for me. And she's he doesn't answer because he's hosting a dinner party, and she's freaking out into the phone, like, ah, like about the whole situation. And once she finishes her rant, he coffee anyone and yeah. i just love that um and then george to the rescue george to the rescue mm-hmm. i will say like maybe i'm totally fucking delusional but other than being a fabulous gorgeous gay i am the george to a couple people in my life yes and i'm one of them <laughs> no you're not but i have people who interrupt me during important moments and like really aren't there for me the way I'm there for them. And now this is turning personal and it's not meant to be, but I just want to say, let it out sister. I just want to say this, you know who you are, you know who you are because you're not listening and you never Hey, but I want to say this. Yes. If you find yourself resonating with Jules Potter in any way, shape or form, if you find yourself sympathetic toward her, now you can love her as I do as a character, but if you find yourself really sympathizing and empathizing with more, more dangerously, you really need to reevaluate your life. Cause right. this is a deeply wounded person who needs a lot of self-work. 
Right, but I, I mean, this was a really just dark time in her life. Like, maybe we're, we're highlighting this horrible thing. She seems like, and Michael loved her that way, too. Like, this cool person who, like, doesn't let anything bother her. And, you I know. I more the way she treats George. But it, he's helping in her time of need. I'm saying maybe she's a better friend outside of this situation. Because I'll allow I've it. never seen a friend as great as George. I'll allow ever. that. Um, just like what an angel! Could yeah. you imagine somebody there for you that way in your life? It's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Like, amazing. You're for me. You're my George. Thank you. I wish I, I would like to take that credit, but I don't think uh, what he does for her in this movie and how he is for her is mm-hmm. like there's no better friend on the planet. You would do it for me. I believe. I. That. I. I, 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 I do. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Um. So okay, we're getting into the George sequence. It's so. Amazing. George comes to support George Jules. to the rescue. George yeah. to the rescue. And she's so shocked, happy, excited to see him. And he convinces her to just tell the truth. Yes. The jig is up. Tell him the truth. The truth shall set you free. Truth shall set you free. And instead of telling the truth, <laughs> she tells Michael she's engaged to George. And he came in for a few hours to fuck me. He's racing back to New York. He just came in for a few hours to, uh, to, uh, Fuck me. <laughs> Which is one of the best quotes. And also, just fun fact that when you use the F word in a movie at that time, yeah. it would like automatically do an R rating. I thought you could do one F word is if, that for a PG 13. Okay. And anything more than one would be. That's the, I know that's the. Okay, that makes sense. Over the past then, like 15 years, years that's the, funny. Right. Okay, then that makes sense. Yeah, it does PG-13 have the PG 13 warrants one F word. Yeah. And Which anything. it's hilarious. And Michael's face the whole time yeah. is comical. And when, uh, when they're all in the car together, <laughs> George likes to pretend that he's gay. Michael's face when she says that is hysterical. Why, why, why would you do that? Well, I found it attracts women. <laughs> Indeed. Work for me. So George is obviously livid yes. that she's done this. And he's, and he's going to make her pay. Underplay. Got it. Hey! I'm Jules' fiancé, George. <laughs> Just in time for a quick pre-conjugal visit, if you catch my drift. And it's oh, to everyone's delight. It is the best yes. scene. So George gets introduced to all of Kimmy's family. who At the church. Yes, They're, for, for the, the rehearsal. rehearsal. Mm-hmm. They're over the moon to meet him. Yes. And he just lays on these stories so thick. He Dear, says they didn't sweet. want to tell anyone about their engagement because Jules didn't want to take away from Kimmy. I wanted to shout it from the rooftops, but Jules said no. Pumpkin, no. This is Kimmy's day. Let's not take the attention away from Kimmy. Sweet, adorable, chocolate-covered Kimmy. Those were her very words. And then it only gets better. Cut to um, Barry the Kudas for the rehearsal dinner. Barry the Kudas. Which, just fun fact, again, this was actually shot in a Joe's Crab Shack. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah. if they weren't able to use Joe's Crab Shack. Probably not. Yeah. Yes. But I love Barry the Kudas. Oh. I think that would be a fun little attraction, and it can have all, like, paraphernalia from this film. Well, I in mean, preparation I for the episode, I watched the 20-year reunion. So oh, it's um, Cameron Diaz, Dermot Moroney, Julia Roberts, and Rupert Everett. Oh, my God. Adorable. Yes. And I remember the people cover, but I had never mm-hmm. watched it on video. And yes. Cameron Diaz said her sister-in-law is so obsessed with My Best Friend's Wedding. It's her favorite movie. They went to Chicago together. Cameron and Diaz said this? Cameron Diaz's sister-in-law. 
who is not um, a not, Madden brother. Or, uh, I, I don't know if it, she has siblings and it's okay. one of their wives or if it was okay. one of the Madden brothers. Sister. Okay. I, I don't know the like, details. Right. Okay. Um, but they went on a tour of all of the places at my best friend's wedding. Oh, and that was cute. Yeah, really. I want to do it. I would so do it. I fucking love Chicago. We I need to go have great. tea at the Drake. So they're at Power of the Kudas, and the family wants to know how did George and Jules meet? I first met Julianne in a mental institution. I was there visiting Dion Warwick. Julianne was there visiting some French chef she'd sent insane with a bad review. Well, yes, he thought he was Dion Warwick. Who but, is Dion Warwick? Oh. Uh, Sacrilege, darling. Do you know the way to San Jose? I said to Dion, Dion, who is this vision? Qu'est-ce que c'est cette vision? Qu'est-ce que c'est vision? This is my favorite thing that I've ever seen. My vision. Like this man could not be more gay. Who does her hair? Oh my God, it's so good. I am obsessed with him. And he goes, And Dion turned to me, opened her lovely eyes and said, What'd she say? The moment I wake up. And we go into the sequence of yes. I say a little prayer for you. The joy that fills your body it, everywhere. I recommend anyone having a bad day. Just, just puts that scene on. Put that YouTube, scene on. You know, type it into YouTube. Oh, it'll say turn a little day prayer around. for you. Best friend's wedding. It really will turn your day around. If you don't ooh, smile ooh, when ooh, it's going, you are so Something's right. Yeah. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. You need to be entered into Dion's be, mental institution. Exactly, yes. If you mm -hmm. don't smile at that scene. Should we be the vengeful sluts for Halloween? Oh, that's such a great costume. That's a really good one. But you yeah, know, I usually like to be a man for Halloween. I know, but they do have a short haircut. You'd still be able to wear a wig. I don't know if it's the wigs. I think it's just like to be a man for the day. Yeah, I like to be a man too. It's I like so to wear much, a staff. It's just funny. It feels yeah. good. Really quickly. I thought we were going to do Menendez Brothers. I don't know if that's in poor taste. They are murderers. Um, so we end the scene with George saying, He's going back home. He's like, listen, you just have to tell him. And Jules says, what'll he say? And George calls him very accurately predicts mm -hmm. he's going to choose Kimmy. And you'll kiss him goodbye. You'll stand up there with her. You'll do what you came here to do. And this is just a good friend. He's not he really sugarcoating is. it. Yeah. He's there for her. Mm -hmm. he, he just is exquisite. Right. Before we move on from that whole scene. Please. Dermot Maroney's face the entire time with the song. Like, he's, like, jealous that everyone is so happy. Well, he comes and says he's jealous, but, like, later. But yeah, you I'm see so that sorry. he's so upset yeah. that everyone's, like, loving George and loving the song and that she's with somebody who's so happy to be in love. And yeah. that's gaslighting. Gaslighting mm -hmm. moment number eight is Michael's glares at Jules and George. And number nine, when it, he admits that he was crazy jealous quote, when he thought Jules was marrying someone else. Yes. Yes. It's, and then it's really asks her wait, to spend wait, wait, so really yeah. quick, because yeah. we didn't really explain. So George leaves, and then Jules, instead of just coming clean and being honest, she says, like, uh, we were engaged, but, like, George can't let it go. So she does at least admit that she's not engaged, engaged to George, George. But she lies and, you know, yes. continues. So then we lies. get to our gaslighting moments of Michael saying he was jealous, and then... Crazy jealous. Crazy, crazy jealous. jealous. And then... At the thought of her marrying someone else. Mm -hmm. And asks her to spend some time, just the two of them. The following, I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Yes. And that when he said that, and then the whole next scene is just like in My Julia blood. Roberts' defense, his behavior is so like wildly inappropriate and like begging her. To, yes. Yes. Uh, especially in this next scene. Yes. I, you know. So 
just really quickly, I, I want to say I've, this again is my second favorite movie of all time. I would not change a thing about it, right. even though I do have, you know, critiques. Mm-hmm. They're not things that I think should change. Right. They're just things. Right. But I've long lamented that Michael is without a doubt the villain of this movie. I mean, Jules is not the villain. Michael is the villain. Jules right. is, is it's, like, sorry, it's just cartoonishly villainous. Just, it's just hard to hear. Michael is calculated. He's manipulative. He will be happy, settled, successful. <laughs> but he really is. He's right. the, he's the yeah. true villain. But we get to this scene where George, I'm sorry, Michael and Jules are on the Chicago River. This was shot so beautifully. Right. Uh, totally ahead of its time. Oh too. my yeah. gosh. And I mm-hmm. I was really breathless from it. Chicago is such a beautiful city. I haven't been there in a while, but I remember just being so clean and being like, this is so clean. So clean. And just beautiful. Love, love, love Chicago. And it just brought all the feels in. Mm -hmm. And this scene on the river, it's like you feel like you're there. Yes. But this is where I get really pissed off. So he's, Mm -hmm. the wedding is in one, two days, something like that. And you're spending the day with your best friend who is at this point I don't give a fuck you know she's in love with you you gotta get it by now if you didn't get it before you get it now okay so you know exactly what's happening Michael right and he is you're right he's honestly though I don't feel like he I don't feel like he knows it because I feel like in this actual scene he is begging her to say it he's begging her to say it do you feel this way do you like and I feel like this is the scene where he moves on from her I like, yes, I felt like it was this, it was almost like a goodbye, like getting yes, his closure. That's how I felt but too. if you haven't gotten your closure by now, you have no will, business marrying listen, someone I'm else. I'm going to defend him again. I feel you like always it was, admit, I'm sorry, but I feel like it's, you know, your, your typical anybody who's about to get married. You're, you have a little bit of cold feet, and he did love her for all these years, and it's his, it's, it is his way of saying goodbye. It's to his her. goodbye. And his old self. But He's, I do think they're both hoping in this moment that one of them is going to just I think he, speak up. She is just more thinking about, like, sh- like, she just can't let it out of her mouth, but he is begging her yes. to say it. He says, like Kimmy said, if you love somebody, you say it then okay. or out, out loud. And the way it's that shot, fucking... and you see, like, it di- they go under that overpass and the light dims and the moment did pass. And the moment by. passes. So mm-hmm. let's hit those two points. So right. gaslighting moments number um, 10, 11, and 12. Yes. So he says to her, you've sort of been the woman in my life. This could be our last time alone together. What are you implying, you mean? sick yes, fuck? Yes, yes. Um, except for that hot affair we'll have twice a year. Yeah. Except for that. Right. Uh, like, don't even joke about that. Uh, the way I would have these people murdered if I were Not, Kimmy. okay. Yeah. Murdered. My right. father is a billionaire. He owns the socks. Right. God damn it. Mm-hmm. You will honor me. It's insane. <laughs> um, Which is... And then, and then, what really pissed me off, what you just said. So, Kimmy says... If when you love someone, you say it right then and there, or the moment just passes you by. You're going to use that to try to get someone to tell you you love them. Use your fiance's fucking words. quote cool. for that. Not fucking. That's cool. number eleven and number twelve. After that, they hold each other in an embrace and, and slow dance while he sings their song. And I normally think that's so cringy when a guy will break into song with his no, anything so cuter than his voice. Oh my god, he's so hot. Oh my god, he really is. It's like unbelievably kind of disgusting. How good he looked. Right. And his voice is so cute. I know. 
everything uh, about him yeah. is, is just ooh. I have another like favorite please tell of what he like another favorite line of his like he says in the sexiest voice when she's smoking I told you to cut I need to quit that shit like the way he does I'm like oh my god he's so cute oh my gosh yes. well, whenever it, we'll get to that part but whenever it comes to that part I always I always like glaze over it because I'm on a Paul Giamatti high right <laughs> mm-hmm. oh it's his best work I love him so much. I know, much. he's great. Oh, fuck much. He's great in that. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So let's go now to the last stitch effort. This is Jewel's last shot at deception. As if she can't get any lower. Ooh. Ooh. So not only does Jules go into Walter's office, Walter Wallace. Takes advantage of his kindness that he's allowing her to use the space. She goes on his computer. Sends an email from his account to Michael's boss, practically begging him to fire him so that Michael will come work for him. It is appalling. The lowest of the low. Now, I will say, she gets a moment of clarity and she is like dying to get back in to undo what she's done. But it's too late. Right. And her acting's superb there. Like you can see she's so stressed and yeah. So good. Mm -hmm. And also she tries on the wedding band and and can't get it off because Michael gave it to her to hold because Mm -hmm. she's technically the best man. I mean, she's like, he's such an asshole. Um, But she cannot get this ring off. Mm -hmm. So this email goes out to Michael's boss Michael gets a fax from his that boss evening. that evening and says, I'm so sorry to do this to you the night before your wedding, but you need to know what you're marrying into. It says, like, he's trying to get me to fire you to go work for them. And he's crushed. And you Michael decides yes. he's calling off the wedding. Right. So he calls off the wedding. Jules, um, you he know. He asks for a moment alone so he could call Kimmy. Jules goes to the hallway. This is where we see Paul Giamatti as a uh, bellhop. Oh, my God. Um, and, and he tells Jules she can't be smoking on a non-smoking floor. And, and they uh, have this really cute It's the moment. cutest ever. She says, like, have me arrested. You know, I mean. Yeah. And this is, at least she admits she's a dangerous criminal person. Yes. And she is just having this moment of, like, pure despair. And he's like, where's, where's the ring? He's just called off his wedding. He's like, yes. what the fuck? And she shows him, I can't get it off. This brings me to gaslighting moment number 13. In parental discretion is advised. This is very sexual in nature. How wildly inappropriate. Michael takes her hand and gets her finger and he bites off the ring in the sexiest way I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And we're just expected to believe that this is not be aroused. Uh, right the two hottest people but then number 14 he's like hey maybe i'll just come back with you to new, new york, york. Or we'll go on a trip like come on michael you just call off your wedding in his defense again i'm gonna do i'm sorry sure. he does seem so defeated and it's like what, what do i even do next and he does seem to be turned like he says to her like i think at that point like i'm so glad you're here like i don't know what I would be doing without you. Like he is totally crushed. You can right. see he's a heartbroken person. Yeah. He's a broken yes. man, mm-hmm. a broken man through and through. And then, and then we get to what would be the wedding morning, the bride. Right. And I just a quick note, oh, please. This, this is my, that Julianne wakes up to a knock on her hotel room door. And the fact that she got any sleep at all. Oh, 
after what she's done. This is, person's a monster. Right. And then you see how big of a monster she really is when she gets to the house. But the, in Jules's defense, okay. an, an indefensible character. Right. When George had arrived earlier, mm-hmm. um, he, what does he say about the minibar? He says, death uh, by mini, death by by minibar. Yes. Yeah. Which is a great line. Yeah. Um, so I think she's been heavily at it too. So she might've been self-medicating to get to sleep as she's probably been doing this whole time. Like more like a couple shots and snacks. This is inexcusable behavior. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, There's no drug. Like I didn't see, you know, we saw a needle laying around or something. This was, this was snacks and and this was snacks and shots. Yeah. No, it doesn't excuse the behavior. No, (laughs) you're right. You're right. So we get to what would be the day of brunch Mm -hmm. and what is there a call or a note from Michael? She's just, I, I assume that's what it was, but she goes right to the brunch, the brunch. And she's and it's not dressed nice. Brunch. Like everyone's dressed so nice for like a, she's not dressed brunch. nice, but boy, does she look good. I, oh, she looks amazing. Just throw something on yeah. that you could you know, purchase today. I noticed a lot of the men's clothing too is back. Like, yes. you know, the open pole, which I love a little higher in the pant. I ah. love a higher in the pant. Me too. I think every man should be dressing like Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan. Jordan. Oh, yes, agreed. Couldn't he agree. Is so, and he wears everything so well. Talk about it will be hot difficult. Men. Uh, yes, he's beautiful. What a smile! What a smile! I, I I'm sorry. Right? We have to move on. Right. I am blushing. Right. <laughs> okay, so Jules begins her outrageous behavior again. Even though we thought she was done, she was done. She's not done. Um. So Jules has this conversation with Michael, like what the fuck are you doing? I thought you were calling off the wedding. He's like, I'm not going to be a coward. I'm going to tell everyone here. But he also, when she like goes to get him, he's like eating and conversing. Yeah. Like, oh, he's, he's having like, a gay old time. Which is such a Boy man thing, thing to, to do. do. Right. A hundred percent. But I think deep down he knows they're getting married. Like, yes. I, mm-hmm. I think that's really what yes. it comes down to. So he talks to Jules and he's like, can you go check on Kimmy? Right. And she's like, what the fuck? Why would I check on Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought right. you're... So she does. And they have the whole sequence of creme brulee versus jello. Which... No, creme brulee versus jello is in... Oh, it is It there. is there, is it? it that, okay. It's right there. So Jules approaches Kimmy and she's like, Michael's kind of wondering why you haven't told everyone yet. Which is not true. She's right. a fucking liar. She's wondering. She's wondering. And... Kimmy's hoping for a miracle. She supposes she doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. So Jules explains to her, you are creme brulee. You're this perfect, unattainable, gorgeous dessert. But Michael wants jello. Jello. Yes, he's comfortable with jello. I can be jello. You're never going to be jello. It's a a funny scene. And of course, she's alluding to the fact that Jules is jello. Play on name, color. Mm -hmm. Creme brulee is Kimberly. Whatever. So... Kimmy says, I just, just try, just ask him, please. She goes and reports to Michael and he says, tell her I'll marry her at six if she'll have me. So Jules is like, fuck. So she has to go tell Kimmy, Mm -hmm. tail between her legs, that Michael's going to marry her. Kimmy's so happy. She's so excited. Yep. But Jules has got to give it one last shot. Right. With Michael. So she has one opportunity to make things, to be a good person. To be a good person. And instead she says, she gets him alone in the gazebo while the uh, helium singers are going. Like the mountains in springtime. Like the mountains in springtime. 
what a fun, that's such a funny scene. It's so good. Um, finally works up the nerve to tell him. Yes. Asks for a favor. Ends up being three favors. Marry me. <laughs> love me. me. Love, love me. me. Love me make you happy. happy. It's so pick me. It, <laughs> um, Literally. But, yeah. Pick me. And then they have a kiss, which brings me to Michael's final gaslighting moment. He holds that kiss way too long. Right. He should have pushed her away immediately. He's getting married defend him again. What if he's in, he's in shock? It doesn't fucking matter. Right. You're getting married at six. Yeah, like, it's not cool. It's push not her cool. off you. And uh, they are on her parents' property. At my parents' house. house. On my Wait, wedding day. Tramp. <laughs> so good. Kimmy sees this all go down and immediately takes off takes, running. Yeah. Michael takes off behind her. And Jules takes off after Michael. Mm-hmm. It's a high-speed chase. Right. So while the high speed chase is going, Jules calls George frantically mm-hmm. and, um, you know, he's the voice of reason yet again. Michael's chasing Kim. Yes. You're chasing Michael. Yes. Who's chasing you? Nobody. Get it? <laughs> the best. This movie, I, I have to say, I right. said it once, I'll say it a million times. It is simply perfect through and through. There, mm-hmm. It's a flawless film. film. Yes. And I can and have watched it. Oh, God. I lost count. No, there's no way to tell. Yes. When I got my foot surgery, my first one, um, bunionectomy, hey, shout out Dr. Lazos. <laughs> um, I watched that on repeat. I probably so watched good. it six or seven times in one setting. Right. Because it brought me so much joy. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so I good. think it was like the, one of the only DVDs that I brought to college with me. Okay. And... I would just watch it all the time there. And then I had like a really like, at the time it was very like thin TV and I would bring it because it was the TV for my room at home and I would bring it home. And that was the only movie. Yes. And it would bring it home at like, you know, holidays and stuff. And I would watch it like over Christmas. I, it's it's just only movie. Actually I have two DVDs that I've kept. I have that still in my office. And I also have, which I gave to Jim so that we can watch at his house beaches. Beaches. Mm-hmm. But they're the Beaches. only two DVDs I still have. Thank God for you. <laughs> so good. You gotta live a little. <laughs> um, anyway, where were we? Oh, so the high speed chase. chase. They end no up one's at, chasing jewels. No one's chasing jewels. They end up at the train station. Right. Where Michael proposed. He thought Kimmy might be there. Mm-hmm. And he tells the story of the proposal, and you could see the jewels is like oh, it is real. It's not about me. And right before he does that, she finally comes clean about the disgusting thing she did with the email and the job trying to poach Mm -hmm. him to be fired. And I do think that he handles the whole scene very well. (gasps) I'm sorry. I do like with her, like I would, he tells her she's like a, Disgusting She's fungus the of a person. That feeds on the pond scum. Um, that feeds on. <laughs> right. I mean, I I meant he handled it very well. Like he handled it. Very, you can't kill someone. You like, can't, you can't kill strangle someone. someone to death. Like, but like you're gonna act like you didn't fucking drag her along. I know. I mean, yes. I guess she dragged him along for nine years. Right. I mean, but still, like, if you're really truly happy and you really love this person and they're your best friend, that annoys me too. Like. Oh, it's nice to be able to say I told you so once in a while. Of course, I don't think that. I used to Ever? think that. I used to think it, but I... I meant if nobody, if it's not really affecting anyone's life. Like, if you're just right at something, it's like, hmm. I told you. Yeah. Sorry, Mrs. Fruits. I'm sorry, Mrs. Fruits. <laughs> Should I censor it? <laughs> no. 
such a fun line that we still say. I'm sorry, Mrs. Fruits. And if anybody wants to inquire after that knows us personally, we'll be happy to tell you the story. <laughs> so Jules decides, okay, we're going to, we're going to find her. Like, I'm going to help you, which I don't know why he would trust her sure. after everything she's, she's done. done. Yeah. But they both go looking for her and Jules gets wind from one of the cousins that right. there was a prank call at the house. Someone saw her at the suite at the socks. Right. So she's like, let me just go there. So she starts looking for Kimmy, 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 Kimmy. So funny. <laughs> she goes into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. She starts calling for her and then she finds her and Kimmy says, who the hell do you think you are? Cat fight. Yeah. So we won't get into the whole scene, but right. she basically says like, I'm fuck sorry. you. I brought you in. I made you my maid of honor. You kissed my fiance at my parents' house on my wedding day. They get into this fight. No, I love this man. And there's no way that I'm going to give him up to some two-faced, big-haired <laughs> food critic. And Jules eventually Says, concedes. I lost. And she's yeah. like, he wants to marry you. you. And I want to take you to the church, marry the man of our dreams. Yeah. If someone said, I want to take you to the church so you can marry the man of our dreams, I'd be like, okay, great. Under one condition, you get the fuck lost and never talk right. to either of us again. You love this person. He's your best friend. You're right. out of our lives, bucko. Right. Get out of here. And I mean, at that point, she doesn't even know about the trouble that she caused. And with she her can father. never know. Right. Oh, yeah. She, she can never point. know. Right. Oof. But I'm sure he'll tell. I'm sure. Uh, La, la, Don't they all like a man? <laughs> Another story you can ask us about later. La, like, like a man. man. Um, so we do get to the wedding, and God is a gorgeous. Oh my gosh! Cut to the cathedral. She choir. is still such a beautiful bride she, to this day. Uh, it's it's very much a baroque type dress that's it's back in fashion so elegant. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of the Kim Casas tour line. Okay, yes, yes, mm-hmm. with the with the corseted waist and it's beautiful. She just, she has the blusher veil, and she's just a classic, gorgeous bride. She looks amazing. Michael looks amazing. Uh, his Jules smile. Looks amazing. His smile when she walks down the aisle is the most sincere, sweet, like, it's the acting. Again, superb, superb, uh, superb. And I have to say, like, it fucking better be, because you've been touched by an angel, no, girl. Right. Like, the fact mm-hmm. that this woman is marrying you after everything you you've put done. her through. Yes. Woo! So then we get to the reception, which I, I just have to say even by today's standards, uh, this movie's yes. 25 years old. Maybe what, what was 97? What year are we in? Uh, 24, 27 years ago. Yeah. 27 years ago, the Shivari chairs, uh, the tent. It's beautiful. Outdoor. I would have that wedding today. Oh my every- gosh. Yes. It is. It, it's a timeless, truly. When mm-hmm. you talk about a timeless wedding, this is it. And mm-hmm. I reference it a lot. You'll probably, if you listen to every episode, have heard me talk about the My Best Friend's Wedding wedding right. in episodes. I, hand to God to this day, I mean, there's nothing more gorgeous that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But at the wedding, I mean, Jules, how are you making out? You're really going to get up there and have the audacity to make a toast? It is so ballsy, but I guess they were just kind of handing it off to her. No one at the wedding knows of the shenanigans and they that they can have, never, never know. know. Right. Could you imagine? She would never be forgiven. Oh my God, I mean, Walter! Could you imagine, like Kimmy later telling Angelique about all of this? Oh, Angelique will have her day, uh, right? She will fucking freak when she hears right? about this. I I will say, like, if I had to make a prediction for the future, Jules is not in their life anymore, and now everyone knows everything that has happened, and right. they talk about it and are like, which oh is my really God, funny because this movie was so successful that they won 
wanted to do a show. Well, I want to talk right? about more things of this. So could you as soon as we're, but yes, we're yeah. done with, so she, Jules makes this toast. I dreamt that some psychopath was trying to break the two of you up. Luckily, I woke up and I see that the world is just as it should be. For my best friend has won the best woman. I mean, in my opinion, too soon, but they all have a nice laugh about it. And in her final fucking dagger, this bitch, this song is on loan until you two find mm. yours. You are such no, a bitch. this song is yours now forever, and I am going to bow out gracefully. Peace. And never show my feet again. again. Sorry. Yes. So, but she's not done. No, she's not done. No, she is not done. So, Michael and Kimmy get in their getaway car. They look so Which happy. I have so to say, I love that. Se- like that send off so do I for a honeymoon to a writing room I wish they would do it at weddings more I wish they would but it also was like well our friends are there like everyone's still enjoying I know but I'm sorry I'm exhausted at the end of the night like I would love it your wedding I so here's what I'll say for their specific wedding because it was a Sunday I think it works for a Sunday wedding and although it was six o'clock their ceremony start time was six so it was summer because it was Chicago. Everyone was in. in I thought the church was at six, which makes church it that much later. Yeah. yeah. So you're not getting done until seven. Cocktail hour is not starting till at least seven thirty. Right. I mean, it, it had to be in the morning by the time they said yeah, it was late. It right. had to be late. Mm-hmm. But I will say it works on a Sunday specifically for an afternoon wedding, which this was not. Right. I could see that working like a getaway car because no one wants to rage into the night on a Sunday. No. No. I want you to take the last scene. Thank you. It would be my honor. <laughs> Um, in the final scene, oh, actually, we have to touch on really quick. There, it's you know, the send off between you know everybody. Kimmy Carr lit up. She still has to like. She still needs to get her last goodbye in. Like she can't. Like she need. And he does. You know, they embrace, and he runs off, and two of them. You know, bride and groom ride off into the sunset. But she still needs her hug from Michael. Like she's just not done. She's an ops. And then cut to she's sitting at the table, and her phone rings. She answers her cell phone and it's George. Asks her how everything's going. She says she did, you know, she did what she came to do and, you know, said goodbye. And he says, like, I could picture you sitting there in your lavender gown. She's like, I didn't tell you my dress was lavender. And, you know, he then describes her every move. Suddenly, the crowds part. Though he is sleek, stylish, radiant with charisma. The moves of a jungle, jungle cat. cat. Oh, cute. So Jules finds that George has come to the wedding to dance Again, with her. Again, to show us that he is the greatest friend of all time. It is such a beautiful message of, like, true friendship. Because I, I think that Jules and Michael have this thing of, you're my best friend. Like, something that when you're young, is you just okay. keep tabs on. It's like, they're not actually best friends. George is her best friend. And he this really, is a movie yes. about, like, love and friendship and really being there for yes. someone. And you're right. It should have been called my best friend, George. My best friend, he George. He is the most amazing friend that he would come. And he, I wish we could I'm going to go back spin-off. quickly to Paul Giamatti, his, who quoted his grandmother. This, this too, too shall pass. pass. And it... It will. It did. We've all been through hard times. And they laugh together and they dance. Maybe there won't be marriage. Maybe there won't be sex. By God. There'll be dancing. Mommy loves that song. It's it's so good. It's gonna be forever. And we end there. We end there. And it's so impeccable. 
But before we end, you and I, okay, I want to take it to, I don't know if you looked into the alternate ending. I have heard of this. Go ahead, though. So I watched it this morning. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You can watch it? Yes, you can. And I Where? highly encourage you to. The YouTubes. Okay. Oh, yeah. The YouTubes. You got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I saw it on the YouTubes. Which is a Righteous Gemstone reference. <laughs> which Dermot Maroney was in yes, Righteous Gemstones full circle. It's right? dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. dark. So, okay. You are going to fall to your knees when you hear this alternate ending. Okay. And I, when watch. we're done, I'm going to make you watch it. On the way home. Okay. Um, Because we have cousins dinner. So we were riding home together. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, it's same kind of sequence. They get in the getaway car. So Jules is on the phone with George. And George is at his house. He's in his pajamas. And he says, maybe when you're done, you come stay with us. And which makes me happy that he has a love in his life. And she says, like, I'll be fine. And one Eon Miller comes over. And sees her and he says, oh, hi. And she's like, uh, I'm on the phone. And is really rude to him. And he's like, oh, well, maybe you'd like a dance. And George is like, yes, you'd like a dance. And she's like, no, thanks. Uh, don't want to do that. And he's like, okay, well, we'll see you later. And then she's on the phone with George and you see her go inside and kind of, you can't hear what she's saying, but she but approaches she, him and she's kind of laughing and they get up and start dancing together. And he's spinning her the way George was. And it I goes don't hate to, it, but I love. It, well, there's no better ending. I'll than explain. That one. So the band is still playing the same song, and then a waiter is kind of looks in the screen. He starts singing um, "The Moment I Wake Up," and it goes into the back where all the people who are like the caterers are cooking and are stuff, singing and it. they're all singing and doing their dance. That's sequence. cute. It's really cute, but, but there's the no original better ending. ending is so much better because. We don't know those people. Like, right. I don't want to end the movie yes. on someone I'm not connected with. Like, Agreed. as much as I love Ian Mueller, right. like, I... Now, if it were and Paul Giamatti. If anyone doesn't... If it were Paul Giamatti, that would have been... A full circle, circle moment. moment. And I wouldn't have hated it, but... Ian Miller is so hot. Right. And if anyone doesn't... Are you saying Paul Giamatti's not? He's... He's watch, much watch, too watch good children. <laughs> no, Paul Giamatti is hot, but Thank he... Thank you. He's a different kind of hot than Eon Miller. Okay. You don't think? You don't lie. He's, he's hot. He's just a different type of sure. hot. Sure, Dan. So <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about with Eon Miller, um, we're referencing my Big Fat Creek wedding. episode on my Big Fat Creek wedding. Yes. Which, nice Greek boy. Nice not Greek neat. Boy. No, he wasn't a nice Greek now, boy. Who was also, of course, Aiden from Sex and the City. Right. So we've brought up Sex mm-hmm. and the City and my Big Fat Creek wedding in this we episode. A lot of things. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Uh-huh. Righteous Gemstones. Uh-huh. Shrek. 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 Mm-hmm. Shrek is technically a wedding movie. We can recap that. I would love to. It would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the original ending blows it out of the water. Right. And we need to end on George, like, oh, living to. it he up. Was... And him in the tux. He looks so good. Uh, but incredible. I read that that original ending, the alternate ending, tested so poorly with audiences because they were like, no, Jules doesn't deserve to have love. And I, lo- I like that. <laughs> Thank too. gosh. Yes. Me too. So another thing that I learned was that in 2019, mm-hmm. this, my best friend's wedding, was set to be, uh, maybe not on on the West End, but it was a musical. They, like, have... It could be. It should be. And it was supposed to... So COVID fucked it up. 
And then it was supposed to, rumors were swirling, come out in 2023, but it didn't. But I'm still holding out hope that it does because right. it would be such a fucking perfect musical. It would be, yes. The only thing that I think they would struggle with is They'd have, of course with have the to wrong write a casting, it could have been like such a hateable character, Julia Roberts. Right. But you find yourself endeared by her because right. she's Julia Roberts. Roberts she's yeah. one of the greatest actresses of all time. Mm-hmm. To find a Broadway actress to do what she did and like so a couple things might have to be tweaked and changed. Right. And you need someone who's like out of this world. Out of this fucking world. So I'm up for the challenge. You would be a great jewel. I meant to find jewels. <laughs> you would be a great jewel. No, no. I see myself as some, if I had to pick a person for myself in yeah. a movie, I would think that I'm more a Papa Joe. <laughs> okay. So let's do this for each other. Okay. Who do you think I am and who I think you are? Okay. So I would say that you are somewhere between George Okay. And one of the cousins, game. like their energy. I was, I was hoping you'd say that because <laughs> I wanted to tell you, you're one of the cousins energy as well. Yeah. Um, not a vengeful slut. Not, as I no, feel I like they're, they're vengeful I think slut. they reference them as that, right? They do. Yeah. Um, vengeful slut. Yes, you're not, but you have like that fun. You too. Way, you know, Kimmy's a virgin. Yeah, like, yeah. But, like, I see right. myself that way. I'm yeah, glad to So I would say that would be, you, uh, you know, a hint, you have a hint of one of the, the cousins and, um, I would actually hope that you would say uh, a little bit of, is it Isabel? Is it, who is Kimmy's mother? Isabel's your mother now. <laughs> Again, another movie, Julie Roberts. Yes. Um, um, whose mother? Kimmy's mother? Is that her really? name? I love her. Oh, I think she's, yeah. That's so kind. Yes. What a compliment. Yes. I'm and she kind of gave me a little bit of mommy vibes. Yes. So. Yes. Who was she dancing with at the end? Is that the grandfather? Would only be heartbreak for me. Is that the grandfather? Is it? It must be, right? It be, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so cute. Such yeah. a perfect film. Anything you want to add on My Best Friend's Wedding, Vic? I gave my alternate title, what I think it should be called. George was truly the star. It was done to perfection. Yeah. Done to it, perfection. It really was. So I absolutely loved this. I think maybe maybe not if once a season, like once every couple seasons, we we come back to it. We yes. have fresh thoughts. Like maybe if they do the musical, we do that. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yes. for mm-hmm. sure. I'm sure at some point they'll do a remake or a sequel or something. Right. They've all said they're open to a sequel. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't either. Leave perfection where it is. Right. It's a perfect movie. Yes. Although they all are still stunning. And still stunning. Yeah. They all look amazing. Um, So before we wrap up, um, a complaint that I've gotten about our recaps is that we don't give enough time for people to watch. So I want to... I want to give the movie now for next time so that everyone has enough time That's to find it and watch it okay. and go along with us. Because have- some people had never seen My Big Fat Greek Wedding. And that's a real tragedy. It's a crying shame. Yes. It's a crying shame. Yes. Um, so I, I think that next time we do Sex in the City, we find it. Okay. Yes. We, we do it. We love mm-hmm. it. So that'll be our next. Right. Um, and, and we're serious this time because we said last time that our next would be. We did say that. Sex in the City and it wasn't. It wasn't. We it lied. It will be Sex in the City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One or two? One. Well, one. I, Sex in the City two we can touch on when there we do the recap. There is a very big wedding in the beginning. But it's not a wedding movie. 
it's not a wedding movie, so do you want to just? I just want to touch on, on this the the wedding Section Thirty Two movie. When we do, sex. oh, that exactly. would be perfect. Yes. yes, gotcha. If ever I should leave you, help me. What? It wouldn't be in summer. Yeah, I think we're done, right? All right. Well, Vic, thank you again. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for the next one. I'm excited and for the next one too. It'll be a lot of fun. I just love doing these. And then with when you. you We've given people, like, anybody any questions or anything specific they want us to talk about in the episode, too. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. Let's have a little discussion, whether it's yeah. about my best friend's wedding or right. about Sex in the City, things you are curious about, want to touch on. Yes. Um, Any recommendations of wedding mo- movies? Right. So there are there are a couple that I haven't seen. I've never seen Muriel's Wedding. What is it? Muriel's Wedding. No, I haven't either. I've never seen it. So no. maybe we'll go into it blindly one right. time and do it. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if four weddings and a funeral is about weddings, but like maybe. I mean, there's four weddings, I would assume. Maybe. So. Who knows? Yeah. Um, try that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Shrek to me is a wedding movie. So I would love to recap that. Yeah. Yes. I need a hero. Well, that's not in Shrek one, but it's fine. Right. It's so right. good. Sure. Okay. Oh, I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. And we've got Cousins Dinner to attend yes, to. So. so thanks, Vic. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the episode today. Please like, review, rate, subscribe, follow, whatever the things are. It's really, really helpful. If you do support us, there's something in it for you too. You'll have the opportunity to win a free prenup bridal prep planner. We give one away every month. I have the directions on how to do that below, so make sure you check that out. Thank you again for listening. Happy planning. See you next Wednesday.